And I am Richard Minari. Who? Richard Minari. The man? The man. The myth. The legend. The one who lives by the goats in the yes. top of the mountain? Yes. Oh. Goat man, they sometimes call me Mountain Goat. That's my nickname. Yeah, if you really want to be close to me, you can call me that. <laughs> a Billy Goat? A Billy Goat. It's Billy because goat Richard's a kid at heart. But don't... Oh, that was that. I behoove you to never tell a joke like that again. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Richard, save us. All right. Well, you know what? I think we should talk about today. Um, let's just take a moment to talk about our animes that had the most hated or worst filler arcs or filler episodes. Okay. Gargantia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gargantia. What's 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 the full title? Gargantia. Uh, something about robot. Oh, Gargantia and the virtuous virtuous planet. Mm. I hated the show. I felt so bad because when we were watching an anime club, like I had only just started coming, so like I came for maybe like half the episodes, and so like I missed all of the crazy banana stuff that and you're like Richard, you missed crazy stuff, and it isn't good. <laughs> It was so bad. Okay, um, Gargantia on the Virtuous Planet is an anime of, what is, what was it about again? Okay, so, like, there's some sort of space war happening, (laughs) um, which I forget what the point of it is, but there's, our main character is, like, a space battle person, and he crash lands on Earth, which is now, like, just water, basically, and, like, these roving ships of people who, like, live in, like, whole cities or something. I forget. Mm. Anyway, and, like, it's about him trying to figure out what this space war is about and go back to space. And he has a really cool, like, ship who talks to him and is a cool AI robot who's the only good character. (laughs) And, like, they try to make you believe that this girl who's native to this planet is going to be important, but she's not. Mm -hmm. Um, She's literally just there for fan service. (laughs) And it sucks. Also, she's drawn like she's a child. So it's really gross. Um, The only cool thing the show does is it plays with language a lot. And I really like that part. Mm -hmm. And again, the AI robot was really cool. And the ending with him was kind of upsetting. But there's like just this unforgivable two episodes (laughs) dead set in the middle. Like unforgivable. Where it's literally just filler. And... One of the episodes was just the girl belly dancing. That's the episode. Uh, and it's really gross and, like, very male gazy. And the way it's shot is just, it makes you feel sick. Um, and then the next episode is literally just about being transphobic. Oh, <laughs> That's it. Good. There's no point to them. Yeah, it's, like, him running away from these um, trans women and, like, making fun of them, and, like, that, it's just bad, it's really bad, and it was like, oh, God, I hate this, I hate every single second of this, this is unforgivable, I can't stand it, I hate it. I was hate that it. an 11-episoder? 
Yeah, it was 12. It had two filler episodes in a 12-episode anime. It's dumb. That's a bad bad sign. It's a bad, bad show. (laughs) It's really popular. I hate it. I hate it. I hated it. Were there, like, weird plant aliens who, like... Yes. Yeah. Like, like, squids or something? Yeah. From the sea. And there was, like, some interesting stuff with, like, being, like, humans are related to them. Yeah. Something like that, I forget. I, honestly, like, the show would have been decent if you just don't watch those two middle episodes. Like, if I had never seen those two episodes, if I had missed that club meeting or something, I would have probably said this was a good show. Mm. A decent show. Because it was, like, pretty to look at and, like, I don't know. I really like the language stuff and I really like the robot. But, no, unforgivable. We can't have nice things anymore, you know? No, we can't have nice things ever. Mm-mm. Hate it. Hate it. Hate There's it. weird pirates, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pirates who had, like, the crab robot, and it had a cool claw. But that didn't make up for it, let me tell you. I just looked it up, and it's just, like, the belly dancing scene. (laughs) Yeah, there's, like, them just in bikinis, too, later. And they, like, look like they're 12. Mm -hmm. And it's never, like, they're, like... Oh, God, I hate it. (laughs) Yeah, I hate it so much. Also, she, like, literally doesn't matter. She gets so much screen time at the beginning and is, like, his friend. And then, like, in the final episode, she's just not there. And it's like, Mm. great. What a pointless adventure. Also, the main character didn't do much either. Like, it was mostly the robot who saved the day, right? Yeah, the robot did it. I love that robot. (laughs) The robot was the only thing that mattered. (laughs) Worst filler ever. Worst times. That's a shame. What do you got, Rich? Well, I haven't seen too much with filler, fortunately. Like, I'm I'm blessed to to say that. Like, I the only long couple series that I've seen are like Hunter x Hunter, which is like you know every episode. I'm looking forward to that next episode. I'm like, let's go, let's go, come on. Not dreading anything here. However, I've mentioned <laughs> this show before, and I'm sorry to bring it up again, but this show That's is because, called. Richard, you've only seen four shows. I've seen four. <laughs> the listeners can never know. <laughs> Um, a show called D. Gray Man, which is probably the longest running series I had ever seen. Um, premise was, I love the premise there. Um, it, the world is facing this uh, imminent destruction by this evil uh, demon named the Millennium Earl. And what he does is he um, hides these like demonic soul eating robots throughout society. And they like go on killing rampages and they kill people. And so this society of exorcists with really cool weapons and powers like gets together and they try to like defeat the Akuma, which are the name for the the demon robots and try to find ways to defeat the millennium Earl. Um, and so that is such a cool idea. And the fight scenes are really cool. And like the weapons are super cool. They like have pieces of what's called innocence inside of them. And like they resonate with the people, but I digress. The reason I'm going into so much about why I think this show is cool is because I have to justify me sitting through really long, drawn out, and slowly paced arcs of like, hey, there's this one cool weapon found like in this place off in the mountains. Let's spend 20 episodes going to go get it. And because we don't have enough really manga to really fill the screen time is what my suspicion is. I'm not actually sure. But so... The show was slowly paced to begin with, and then they kept between each of the main arcs putting in these little stories about, like, let's have kooky adventures around, like, the main headquarters where, like, someone is trying to hide a thing and they're trying to chase the other person. It was just boring, and I didn't like it. 
Um, however, I did end up watching like a good 120 episodes before I ultimately gave up because Netflix ran out. And I was like, you know what? This isn't really worth my time to continue to pursue. <laughs> and so that. Oh. Didn't it just reboot? It did just reboot. And you know what? I'm probably going to go check it out. But because <laughs> uh, I don't really have any morals or scruples. But we'll see. I mean, usually with reboots, at least since the manga has gone so far, like it'll be tighter, you know? Certainly, that's my hope. Absolutely, yeah. And the art's going to be fancier. The animation's probably going to be like using animation technology that's a bit more modern. Could be really cool. So I know there are lots of fans of Degrimmon, and I certainly count myself as a fan. But I was still quite annoyed by some of the slower, more drawn out bits that felt like they were just sort of recapping a lot and saying the same things a lot and having slow moving shots of nothing. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, wait, you know, now that you think about it, there's like another, this is going to surprise people, there's another show where I hated, hated, hated the filler episode. Or on High School Host Club. Understandable. Gotcha. There's I get it. The Alice in Wonderland episode, <laughs> I absolutely could not stand. Because, so Oran, like everyone knows, is a, there's a host club, whatever. Anyway, they have this episode. I think it's episode 15. I've seen this show too many times. Mm. And it's like literally has nothing to do with anything um, where the main girl is now Alice in this Alice in Wonderland thing. And like all the characters are Alice in Wonderland characters, but they're really boring and subdued. Like nothing happens in this episode. Other than her wandering around and talking to people and then like being vague and I'm a caterpillar or vague and I'm a Mad Hatter. And like the characters that they were being weren't really matching their personality except for like the twins who were the Cheshire Cat. But they were really bad. Like it was bad. (laughs) And I got even and it was just boring is the thing and not funny. And it's Mm. really it's a dramatic thing because like every episode of Oran is really funny Mm. (laughs) until that one hits you. And I got even more angry because then I ended up reading the manga version of this scene because it's in the manga. And it is so much better. Really? It's so different. Have you ever read the manga version? No, no. Well, it's been, it's been, of course, like eight years now. (laughs) But I still remember it. And it's like, instead of just Haruhi being Alice the whole time, Alice keeps changing. Um, and like, like, I think Tamaki's Alice for the most of it in the maid outfit, like running around screaming, trying to figure out what the hell's happening. And like, I think the twins are Alice at one point and Mori might be Alice at one point. And it's like, this just like, it actually feels like an Alice in Wonderland parody where it's like crazy and you Mm. don't know what's happening instead Mm. of this like slow, morose wandering around this area, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and also Kyoya is the evil queen instead, which fits way more. <laughs> That's perfect, right? And it's like it literally is this chapter that makes absolutely no sense, but it's super fun because it's just the characters screaming mm-hmm. instead of like I guess I'll walk down this empty street in Wonderland. <laughs> I'm like, this is dumb. I should reread it, but yeah. So hated that filler up. Very upsetting. I dodged a bullet because that was the first ep of Oran High School I ever saw. Um, my sister was watching. What? I was like, what in the name of God are you watching? Why is there a fat caterpillar man smoking something weird with bubbles and a, like weird people? It was very confusing, but I stuck around and watched the next episode. I was like, okay, I understand now. I was about to walk away, but I didn't. And thank goodness. 
Oh, jeez, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's not a good episode to be your first episode because it has nothing to do with Oron <laughs> at all. Oh, I hate it. Now, you know what I will say? There is plenty of filler, or at least what I think is filler. I actually, I, I really can't. I should not be saying whether or not something's filler if I haven't read any manga. But, like, there's a lot of stuff that's been labeled as filler that I honestly don't mind. Like, I think that, like, I don't know, like, would you say that filler is inherently flawed, Kelly? Like, as a viewer, do you usually, like, steer clear of stuff that has lots of filler or stuff that you understand to be filler? No, not necessarily. Because I think a lot of times I find out things are filler after the fact. And right, that, to yeah. me, means it's good filler. Mm -hmm. Because it means that I was entertained and, like, I had a fun time with these characters. Mm. I think the problem is when filler is boring or when you can really, like, it... It keeps happening to the point where you really feel the story is yeah. now being hurt by this. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's... Okay, like, for example, Little Witch Academia has a couple filler episodes that you very much can tell are filler episodes. Mm. Because, like, she'll just go to this, like... It's like a bottle episode where she's in this one area dealing with this one issue. Mm. And, like... While watching it, I'm like, okay, this is deaf of filler as it gets in because I'm like, okay, this has nothing to do with the plot. But at the same time, I'm like, Akko's having a fun time and I get to learn more about some of these characters, so I'm okay with it. I think filler, the best kind of filler is if it lets you learn more about the character Absolutely. while it's happening. So mm -hmm. like, okay, we can take a break from the plot, but there should still be something added of value to this. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is like character time. Mm -hmm. On the opposite end of the spectrum, I'm going to watch Naruto soon, and someone's <laughs> just told me, like, yeah, you can skip this block of 300 or so episodes. Just, you won't miss a thing. And, like, that's such a shame to me that, like, I'm not going to watch, like, this whole part of the show because you don't learn anything about the world through it, which is, like, such a shame, right? Yeah. Yeah. Richard, you keep saying you're going to watch Naruto. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm penciled in for 2 p.m. this afternoon to watch Naruto. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what you're going to okay. hear me say next week. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any other fillers that made me, like, actually angry. Right, yeah. I don't know. Again, I do steer clear of a lot of filler because I tend to watch 12 episoders. Same, same. Um, I, I'm not mad at Evangelion's filler because it's still, like, cool to watch and you get to know things about the characters. But it does, the way that the show is set up is, like, you can't stop watching the first ten episodes mm, because of mm. just how they're filmed. And then suddenly you're, like, in the, what I call the dregs, where it's, like, these are, like, self-contained episodes that could mm. be watched in any order now. So that really slows down your pace. And I know a lot of people who just stop in the middle there because they don't feel the need to keep going. Uh. When, if you get past that point, around episode 16, 17, especially 17, it goes back to, like, that breakneck pace of, like, I need to keep going, I need to know what happens next, you know? Mm -hmm. I'll still watch those fillery episodes because you learn stuff about the characters. It's just that it's so different from the original pace of the show that a lot of people don't keep going, so it makes me sad. Mm, certainly. That's a shame when, like, you have to stick it out for something like that, like, and people yeah. might fall off the wagon. Yeah. Mm. So many people have been hurt. But I think that's really the big one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I hate Gargantia. Yeah, I had forgotten about that show, but now I'm thinking about like, hmm, 
Sorry we watched that. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay. We had to get through it together. Absolutely. No, if there's one thing I will say about filler, it's fun to watch in a group. Because you get to say, you get to openly denounce it. (laughs) Yeah, I love, I love ranting and yelling at the screen during filler. It's a good, good time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, Richard, where's my music? Oh, um, uh, 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 wait, wait, I've got something. I've got something. Oh, oh, I've got the perfect thing. Okay. Um, wait, I just have to open this, and then I have to turn this on, and then I have to, um, oh, oh, oh what's it called? Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, you ready? I- I'm ready. <laughs> Welcome to Kelly's Current Corner. I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted. Oh crap! You're right. Yeah, I only played. I only played like five seconds of it. Um, quick. Uh, we'll have to bleep that, won't we? <laughs> that was me singing, actually. Richard. Oh wow, <laughs> that's beautiful. How did you get so many notes? Thank you. I actually have a whistle and a piano built into my abdomen, so I can make those sounds on command. What is that from again? That's from Spongebob. Oh my god, of course. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The xylophone sound was my teeth. I'm like a human music box. Wow. How amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited. Kelly's Current Corner. Um, I haven't watched today's episode of Boku no Hero yet. Oh, that's right, because, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, the last week's was really good. Yeah, it was. I love, I love... I love this new man, this old man. Jetman? I love him. He's the best. Um, and I'm really proud of Midoriya, and it's been great. It's great. It's great. Um, but for Kelly's Current Corner this week, actually, I want to talk about three, two winners and a stinker, which is this past weekend, I watched 34 and a half episodes of anime. Holy Lord. Which translates to... About two and a half, one and a half series. So, first off, I finished Akka, which I mentioned a while ago, and it was fantastic. (laughs) Why isn't this show more popular? It's really good. Uh, There were so many plot twists in the last, like, seven episodes where, like, we had to pause each episode and be like, what is happening? Who is who? Am I a prince of Doha? <laughs> um, and like this scene at one point that like I was gasping and was like, I've never seen such an intense, like threatening scene in an anime where there was no violence really. But like the fear was real and I completely 180'd on two characters. It's very interesting. It's like you spend the first half of the show trusting some characters, and then the next half, like, not at all. And it's like, they do it really well. And I just think that having shows like this, like, I want more shows like this where you do political intrigue without relying on any kind of violence. There's no battle in this show. There's no, like, pointy... There's nothing. Um, There's, like, one moment of violence, and the fact that it's just that one moment of violence makes it all the more kind of powerful. Mm. But everything else is just like diplomacy and like tension and political talk and stuff. 
It's really good. So I really liked it. Was it easy to keep up with? I mean, like, it sounds like it's really complicated. Or not complicated, but it sounds like it's really in-depth and the world is pretty rich and full. Like, did you have any trouble? Because, like, I sometimes get overwhelmed with that, with, like, a lot of political talk. Since I watched it basically all at once, it wasn't that hard to follow. Mm. Because it's like, oh, we're going to the next one. It's just, like, a little confusing because you're just like, what's real? (laughs) But, like, it's not that hard to follow. Okay. My one fault with it is that it's it's kind of, I wonder, I don't think they did it on purpose, but I feel like having so many of the bad characters be POC people makes me a little... But, like, I don't think, it never seemed like it was on purpose. It just happened. I don't know. That's okay. my one caveat. It's like, ooh. Ooh, ooh gosh. And I don't want to say more because spoilers, but, like... Mm-mm. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so there is that caveat. Mm. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I don't know. I don't trust wow. Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my other winner is I also finally finished Michiko Tohachin, which I mentioned probably months ago. <laughs> yeah, remind me what that is. So Michiko Tohachin is a show about this woman who was in prison um, for gang violence and she's in prison for 10 years and she escapes uh, because she wants to find the man she loves um, who was is said to have died 10 years ago but she finds out that he has a daughter who's nine so that math doesn't add up Hmm. Um, or he died like 12 years ago and she's nine so the math definitely doesn't add up Uh, And so she goes out, she breaks out of jail, and she rescues this girl who's in foster care in a very abusive family, and that's Hachin, and she's the prison breaker, is Michiko. And then they travel through, like, South America um, on their uh, moped, like, evading the law and evading gangsters and trying to find her love and, like, her dad, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And... It's really good and, like, very different because, again, it's in South America. um, And that's very much a big part of the show. It's a very diverse cast. All the characters are very diverse. There's a ton of POC characters. And there's, like, a lot of representation in the show. Um, It's kind of episodic, but it does all tie together, really. Um, And it will make you very upset. Hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of violence a lot of violence it's kind of it was funny because we watched this the day after we finished Akka and we were just like wow this is the complete opposite of Akka you mean the opposite oh my god hmm, but um, like a show about no fighting and just conversations and then a show about mostly fighting and very little conversations <laughs> not a lot of a diversity in this cast so much diversity in this cast etc hmm. etc um, so it's like 22 episodes and it was very good and the animation was beautiful, but it is sometimes hard to watch because mm. of the violence. All right. Two winners. That's exciting. That's good to hear. You want to hear the stinker? Yes. Okay. So while we were about to start Michiko to Hachin, we were like on the new anime page and we saw this poster and we were like, what the hell is this? And we had to click on it and watch it. And the poster is, like, this black-haired Haru-type character holding all these mops. What? And looking really intense. What? And it was called 
what was it called? Clean Freak. It's called Clean Freak Ayomakun. I saw this, yeah. Or Cleanliness Boy. <laughs> too. And so we were like, shoot, we need to watch this now. I cannot express the disappointment. Oh, no! So quickly while watching the show. Like, we actually could not finish it physically. We had to stop. Um, it's like, the premise of the gathering is that he plays soccer, and he's really good at soccer. Uh, and I love soccer, so I was actually really excited. I was like, oh, a soccer anime, too? Great. No, it's god-awful. Because the show doesn't, I see what it's trying to do, but it's so confused and mangled in its attempt that it completely loses it. So, like, the first half of the episode is about, like, this really angry soccer player who hates the main character because he's so good but he won't touch anything because he's like doesn't he's a germaphobe and this anger is never really explained and also it's confusing because they're both playing for the team and you're like wait did the new guy just start everyone on the team seems to know who he is is this this fight seems like it's new but haven't you both been here for like it's nothing is set up it's not like it's the first day of school or anything like that it's just we're here on the soccer field playing And it's like, I don't understand what the context of these characters are. And so this fight makes no sense. Um, And the first half is that. And also, like, the germaphobe thing feels very, like, mocking of, like, there are a lot of people who have, like, OCD or, like, you know, mental illnesses like that. And, like, the show kind of trashes on it, Mm. which is kind of gross to watch. And then in the second half, suddenly the rival school is here already Mm -hmm. and they already know the main character and they're already like want him and the guy keeps taking his shirt off to show off his abs and it's like i need to leave now (laughs) it's just very poorly placed they like shoved so much in that first 10 minutes that was like without setting anything up you know that's such a shame because this cast of characters looks like a fun time there's like someone with a nail bat that guy's taking a selfie there's a guy who's using his butt to hold a ball I'm intrigued. I know. And the animation wasn't bad. It was just like, I don't know, man. Oh, I wish. Not have it's a just like, nice thing. you need to have an introduction for your show. You need to have, like, to set it. You can't just jump in with, like, these long-standing fights that make no sense if they're long-standing. Whatever. Mm. Mm. So, that was the stinker. Well, I'm glad I didn't look this one up because yeah. I was going to. <laughs> I thought you were taking the lead. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> 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 Hello there. My name, as I've said before, you know me. My name's Richard Minari. And today, we want to take the second half of our show to talk about Disney. Yes, that's right, Disney. That famous American company who got you such of your childhood favorites, include favorites, so many of your childhood favorites, including things like Toy Story, or... That was Pixar. What? <laughs> Wait. Which is now owned by Disney, but at the time. Oh, that makes so much sense. I was looking oh up, my like, God! top grossing Disney movies, and I was like, where is Toy Story 1? <laughs> I see Toy Story 3, but where is Toy Story 1? Oh, that's right. Well, you know me, an authority on animation in general. You can come to me for all your, your information that you need. Richard, I'm And so, let's dive in, shall we? (laughs) 
Um, Kelly, Kelly. Okay, here, here, here. I have with me a list of top three Disney films that I love a lot. Okay. What's one of your favorite Disney films? Lion King. Excellent choice. <laughs> Lion King was my life. I was never really into the princess movies when I was little. Mm. Or people movies. Like <laughs> movies with people in them. So I really like the Lion King or the Aristocats or the um, Rescuers Down Under. Um, those Did films. Have- and so Lion King really spoke to me. I love Timon and Pumbaa. Pumbaa. I um, I actually owned all the DVDs for it, including mm. One and a Half, and I used to play the little DVD games all the time where you were, like, on a safari. Yeah. I remember those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were super fun. I loved The Lion King. I could watch it all day. Every day. All I'm going to say something. Okay. I'm going to say all of Disney's musical scores are amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that, and I don't know if it's true, but I feel, using my, my, my empirical knowledge, that that is the truest statement I've ever said, and I'll fight anyone who says anything otherwise. Okay. So meet Richard in the pit if you want to fight. Meet Richard in the pit, you can call um, me. The animation pit. I mean, like, music is so tied to Disney's history. Mm. Like, that's kind of, their whole, like, start was just pairing music to animation. Mm. It's, like, what they do best. So the fact that they, like, have continued in that light and kind of invented the, you know, animated musical and it's, like, their best thing doesn't surprise me at all. Because they started with those, you know, silly symphonies and things like that. Mm. That's how they got the audiences back then and that's how they'll continue to get the audience. True, true, true. Now, I'm not going to ignore the fact that Disney has a history of being an evil company. (laughs) Like, pretty evil, am I right? Yeah, anti-Semitic. Yep. Kind of racist. Most, mm-hmm. A lot racist. A lot very racist. racist. Yeah, very racist. Do not, very, very cruel depictions of the black community and mm-hmm. also of Asian Americans mm-hmm. just all over the board. Darn doodly if those those tunes don't get my foot a tapping and my arms are shaking. You know what I'm talking about, eh, Kelly? That's because they grab you when you're a child. Yes. Oh, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair because then you'll just always, where you can't think critically <laughs> and you're like, but I love it. Mm-hmm. And then now they have you. And so, like, even if you're like, oh, I hate them, da 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 da, or like, look at all these terrible things they've done, you're just like, but I do love the Lion King. <laughs> it sucks. And I love Moana. I love so, Moana. You know what's funny, Richard? Mm-hmm. How you completely messed up, you know, at the beginning of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made, it reminded me of like, we were playing Jeopardy at work, and we were two teams, and one of the questions, one of the hard 500 questions, was like, what was the first ever animated feature Disney <gasps> made, and when? And literally before the question was fully um, like said, I just looked at my table and was like, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, 1937. Oh, and they were like, <laughs> what the hell, Kelly? <laughs> Are you sure? And I'm like, I'm dead certain. <laughs> and they were like, why do you know this? And I'm like, listen, I only know about this specific thing, which is the animated media. And they, we were the only group to get that point. Um, and also, 
all the other questions were then about how to make drinks, so I was not oh. helpful. <laughs> I had my moment to shine. Really not exactly. But I did say it in a very deadpan voice while staring dead at them. <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I didn't. So if you didn't know that, first ever feature-length animated film. Ever. Animation boggles my mind. I know we say this like every couple of weeks, but like animation boggles my mind. How did they do that in 1937? They had paper. They used cells. I'm they used cells, yes. <laughs> you know what I recently rediscovered and did not realize? What? I'm very upset by Snow White's voice. Oh, it's awful. Like I I went like as you said, like when we're young and like we can't like we don't have much of a critical eye for that sort of thing, I was like, I must have just liked it but going back i was like is this really what she sounded like i haven't seen this movie in 10 years she could like i i sounded like a bird that was on helium or something it was exactly incredible. it's mm-hmm. very nasally and weird it, it, it was cell animated by the way I'm okay okay that's wrong. what i thought yeah there are some weird things about that movie aren't there uh you know what terrified me as a child and still does what? pinocchio oh boy oh oh where he turns into that donkey yeah Oh, man. The donkey slave ring that's never resolved. Mm-hmm. Wait. Does that guy ever turn back into a human? I don't know. But, oh, like... boy. None of those... All those kids are still donkeys, right? There's, like, this underground donkey slave ring just existing, and it's never resolved or mentioned again. I only watched the movie once because I, I got very scared, and so I didn't watch it again. I should revisit that movie, probably, because... I wonder what that's supposed Terrifying. to be. Kelly, can I can I tell you about these these some of my fave Disney movies? Yeah, go for it. I've got three right now. And you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say that all Disney movies, a lot of Disney movies, I should take that back. There are some that are When did Disney take Pixar? And was it before or after Cars One? Oh. Cause I liked it was, Cars. It was I think it was after Cars. I think, wait, because it, it was fairly, it was like before Up, I think. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Disney by Pixar. 2006. 2006. Okay, so that's like right after, what was Pixar's last movie before Disney? List of Pixar films. We'll get to the bottom of this, Richard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, Finding Nemo was in 2003. Car was, was in 2006, so it probably was the last movie. Okay. And then Ratatouille must have been the first movie with Disney, though they probably were in production of that before Disney bought them. That makes sense, yeah. Wow. Oh, I remember Ratatouille. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. I didn't super get it, but I really liked it. My number three top movie, Princess and the Frog. Really? It is a con- It is an opinion that I have not really encountered elsewhere, but it is one of my all-time favorite Disney movies huh. I've ever seen. Um, I was on a flight to Japan visiting my brother and I was like scrolling through and I was like, I really want to see like a nice, fun, animated movie. And so I checked out Princess and the Frog and I watched it and I cried a lot. And I <laughs> then after watching it, I stopped, I looked around and I said, I have five more hours. I'm going to watch this movie again. <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was the last 2D animation that they yes. had done. And it was... For me, it was one of the most beautiful aesthetically that I think that I had in my, when I watched, I was like, this is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like their backgrounds are beautiful. I think their character designs are very smart and good. Um, 
Now, I will completely recognize that there are some weird issues with Princess and the Frog. Uh, it's kind of weird that they have, like, a princess of color, but then she turns into a frog for, like, most of the movie, which is kind of weird. Like, yeah, and... like Cusco and Brother Bear. And exactly, like yeah. They yeah. really <laughs> like turning people of color into animals, which is just a weird, a weird <laughs> thing to do. <sighs> yeah. And um, some of the portrayals are, like, I, like, I've heard, like, some chatter about, like, whether or not they're realistic or not, and I'm not a judge of that, but, like, um, I know that there's some, there's a lot of weird stuff around that as well, but I still really like the soundtrack. It was very jazzy and New Orleansy, and, um, yeah, the plot was a little all over the place, and I didn't really get Dr. Facilier's, like, the main antagonist. I didn't really get exactly what he was going for, like, his intentions, but I also really liked it. I always get sad when I think of Princess and the Frog, because it was like Disney's thing of like, if this doesn't do well, we're never going to make a 2D animated yeah. film. And then yeah. it didn't do well. Mm-hmm. And so we're never going to get a 2D animated film again. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad because I do love 2D animation and I miss it. Um, everything's 3D now. Yeah. Uh, and like 3D is good too. Like I don't have any issues with 3D, but I like the sp- I like spice in my life. Absolutely. You know? It's some of that sweet, um, sweet. Yeah. So that always makes me sad. Uh, I thought Princess and the Frog was, like, okay. Mm. I didn't love it, but I thought it was fun. But did you cry at the lightning bug? Is that when you cried? A little bit of crying, yeah. Okay, a lot of crying. Um, but I cried the most probably when she was singing about her restaurant and she was with her mom in that big abandoned warehouse. And this was maybe 10 minutes into the movie. And she was just talking about how she was working so hard and she was going to build this beautiful restaurant. And like her mom was just like, you need to make some time for yourself. And she's like, thanks, but I really want this and I'm going to work so hard for it. And I just like, "Mm, I'm feeling it right now. Like that was, it made me very moved because she really cared about this sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're gross, Richard. Yeah, I know, right? D- also, was that your your number three or your number one? That was my number three. Okay, let's move through. Okay, so number two, I'm garbage, but it's Frozen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you remember when it came out, Kelly? Yes. Do you remember the the every conversation I had for maybe a month afterwards was about Frozen, which was like, and I like. I know it's really hyped up, and it's really over, overhyped in so many ways. Pacing is garbage. Richard. It is. I know. I'm garbage. The pacing is garbage. Mm-hmm. Pacing is garbage. Why is there a snowman? Like we've had so many other examples of strong female leads in Disney movies before, like Lilo and Stitch and the like. But I like the songs a lot, and I like the songs those, are good. Except for the weird wedding one that makes... Why is that here? Why are the trolls in this movie? Yeah, there were a lot of things that were just unnecessary in this movie. But the troll song is my favorite song in the whole musical. Um, oh my god. <laughs> everyone's a bit of a fixer-upper. Da, 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 da. I, I, I used to listen to that song every day back in the day. Mm. We're moving on. Okay, yeah. Number one is, of course, uh, Inside Out. Oh, really? Yeah, that's. I saw that like... I mean, I saw it Frozen three times in theater, but I also saw Inside Out three times. Aww. Inside Out is very good. Very cathartic. Yes. Also, but- how to make, like, a seemingly annoying character actually amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make you cry. Mm-hmm. A la not like Olaf. Bing ah. bong forever. Bing bong, uh, you monster. That's interesting, 
Richard, you have a lot of like new stuff in your life. Right? Like it's all new stuff. Yeah, like when I, I like, think of Disney, I always think of like Disney Renaissance period mm. uh films. Mm-hmm. Like Little Mermaid and Lion King and like those shows. And don't get me wrong, cool. I love those movies. Like they are so good, but like I have loved the past uh like 10 years we've had in Disney. Like I've loved them a lot. Been very good. Yeah, because like for me, I haven't really loved any Disney movies like loved, loved until I saw Moana. Mm, mm-hmm, really? Mm-hmm. Like I liked Inside Out, and I liked like I enjoyed a lot. Okay, wait, Wreck It Ralph. I love Wreck It Ralph. Oh my Ralph. god, that's right! What a good movie. They're getting a sequel. Really? Yep. Uh, something about the I internet this time. Oh, Wreck It Ralph is great. Great. It's just a good um, movie. But, movie. Yeah, but like other than those two, really. I always like. I really like the Lion King. Like I stick to the Lion King. Very interesting. As my fave, mm-hmm. it's just so good. Those classics are very, very strong, and will always be in our hearts. Yeah. Oh Disney. Oh Disney. Problem. Problem company. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Childhood from me. <laughs> but I think that's. I think we're out of time. Yeah, we're out of time. Sorry, I spent way too long talking about the movies that I liked. It's okay. All right, is it time for the rec room? It's time for the rec room. Ooh, good, good, good. I'm excited. What's your rec of the week, So I was um, flipping through my YouTube feed, and I came across a a YouTube channel uh, with the username KK Flipnote. Um, (laughs) Kelly, have you seen any, like, stuff on, like, your various social medias? Um, A really fat pigeon moving its butt around a lot? Okay, this is the artist who makes those. Um, they're a French animation enthusiast, and they make, they've made a bunch of videos of these fat pigeons moving their butts around in various fashions. And I'm going to post a link to my favorite one in the description. It's the one where um, they're doing, like, um, a cover of a Daft Punk song, and they're just, like, this. what's incredible is this person uses Flipnote to make these, and they're, like really beautiful well-flowing 2d animations that are just very goofy and adorable and uh check it out if you have the time because i love it that's a good one mine Mm. is garbage but (laughs) i'm still gonna recommend it i would recommend school rumble wait a second oh my god okay listen i was trying to think of what to recommend this week and then i saw like school rumble on my list and was like wow i loved school rumble when i was young and like brought a smile to my face that's good is garbage t- anime from 2000s like high school comedy romance anime about this like guy who uh is like a biker or an ex ex kind of con man high school student who falls in love with the main girl named Tenma who's kind of a klutz and decides to kind of go clean to woo her and he's really awkward and bad at it and meanwhile, Tenma's actually in love with the mysterious quiet boy, um, who might be an alien? <laughs> Unclear. And it's like their kind of adventures and like mishaps with their group of friends. And it's like really random and pretty funny and like very dramatic and very much a parody of itself, which I very much appreciate. Um, but it's garbage. Like there's a character who's only character trait is that he really likes boobs and so it's literally terrible (laughs) but it has a place in my heart because again it owns my childhood (laughs) before i became critical of anything Mm. uh and i don't 
it's just, I don't know, I always thought it was really funny. There's, like, an episode where Haruma thinks that Tenma's a cat and is, like, freaking out trying to help her. It's just a cat. <laughs> is this, like, 2000s definition of random? Is that what yeah. we're talking about here? Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Good times. And I mean, like, the guy that Tenma loves is such a weirdo. <laughs> He's, like, he doesn't talk to anyone. He, like, walked around, I think, in a kappa suit at one point for no reason. Like, never explained. He, like might be an alien because there's a scene with him in a space like who knows i think he eats a leaf at one point for no reason i don't remember <laughs> it's just like and ten was like he's so dreamy <laughs> i have a lot of fun with the show <laughs> i should watch it probably i saw all of it there's three seasons three seasons okay all right okay it gets kind of serious later on it's weird i watched the dub too initially and it was pretty fine good but i was also like in middle school so, <laughs> <it might actually laughs> be. I'm actually going to check that out. That sounds like a delight. That's my wreck of the week. All right. Well, we would like to thank the Fat Rat for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Uh... <laughs> it's funny. I just closed my window as I was about to say that. <laughs> I was wondering why you were dying suddenly. Yeah, why well, I just suddenly stopped in the middle of my thing. Check out their YouTube page with the link in our description. The Fat Rat, once again, song is Prelude. It's our theme song. And we're thanking them. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast at gmail.com. That again is animatetheworldcast at gmail.com. Beautiful. And how should we leave them this week, Richard? Just remember that... Love is an open door. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Mm, love is an open door. Let it go. Do you see where I, I put the two songs together to make a better song? Everyone's a bit of a picture of me. Stop from shame, but instead you're just going to keep singing. <laughs> I can't keep the music inside me, Kelly. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Amy. And we host More Research Required, a podcast where we create scientific studies we would do if anyone gave us money to do them. We're asking the real questions. Questions like, does your personality affect whether you believe in horoscopes? Or do hockey superstitions have an impact on the outcome of a game? And how often are people really playing Wonderwall at parties? We discuss prior research, make hypotheses, and speculate wildly about what we would do with unlimited funding. Catch More Research Required every other Sunday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. 